It's time for Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors Wrap Up, John Dickinson and Ryan Covey with you here following the Warriors loss in Orlando. That just doesn't sound right. 103-96 is the final as the Warriors get outscored in the fourth quarter. 33-15, to Golden State had the lead by five with just about three minutes to go in the game, but the Magic would finish uh, the ball game outscoring the Warriors 14-2, to and the Warriors drop both games in Florida for the first time, what, since 2010, Covey? Yeah, the 2010-2011 season, J.D., and disappointing. DeMarcus Cousins finally got a chance to be out there to close out a game. No Kevin Durant tonight, no Andrea Guadalla, and this was a tight ball game, and uh, unfortunately for DeMarcus Cousins, after a really nice showing in the third quarter, uh, things did not go well for Boogie down the stretch, and uh, the Warriors had a four-point lead late in this game, and uh, and they just kind of ran out of gas. What was it, their fifth game in, in eight days, their third game in four nights, a little shorthanded, playing against a, an Orlando team at home that's desperate, and uh, you culminate all those facts together, and this is what you get. Yeah, and a lot to unpack from this one, and we can do it with you at 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap-up on 95.7. The game brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Really, uh, there's three phases to this game. Mm-hmm. You, you have the first half where the Warriors trailed by six at the end of the first quarter. They were down eight at the half, 59-51. But I think all things considered, you thought the Warriors were playing with a right spirit they just weren't making shots and that a big run could be coming if they could put some offense together to go with the effort and the energy level and that's exactly what happened in the third quarter with the Warriors outscoring the Magic 30 to 11 and it's just not very often that you see the Warriors even without Kevin Durant put together a run like that 30-11 third quarter they lead going to the fourth quarter by 11 in a game that that they had trailed Uh, by as many as 11, and then they just completely fall apart down the stretch. It's just very unusual. I I know they ended up losing the game last night after they had a lead, but it never really felt like they were in complete control of that game. It just was one fell swoop of of a run in a fourth quarter. Tonight it felt like the Warriors had the game on lock and then let it get away again. He's just uh, not used to seeing that. Yeah, and and the Magic, you give them credit, they really grinded it out. And kind of like what we saw with Miami last night, Orlando doesn't have a ton of star power, but they've got a bunch of individuals. Uh, They're a top 10 defensive rating team. They want to play at a much slower pace, holding the Warriors under 100 points, just the fifth time this year that that's happened. And Dubs are uh, 0-5 in in such games where they get held under the century mark. To me, J.D., a big issue in this game, the bench. And when you don't have Iggy and you don't have KD, that puts Alfonso McKinney into the starting lineup tonight. And uh, you, you didn't get your first bench point till uh, late in the in the second quarter uh, when Jarebko got a bucket. They didn't get their second contribution bench scoring-wise till a Jordan Bell put back with about 25 seconds left in the third. So through three quarters, the Golden State Warriors had a grand total of four bench points. And like you said, despite all that, they were still in a position to win this game but I just think being shorthanded tonight and just playing so many games in such a condensed span 
they just ran out of steam. And uh, in the Magic now are nine and three in their last twelve games. They're fighting for a playoff spot. So it was a, a bunch of little things, and ultimately led to the loss. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Some of the ramifications from this one. You look up at the Western Conference standings now, and the Warriors at forty three and nineteen have lost four of their last six games. You couple that with the fact that the Denver Nuggets have won five consecutive games. And I know the Warriors aren't exactly as all-in on getting the one seed in the Western Conference as they have been in in previous years. And at one point last year, they even just flat-out gave up on it uh, right about the middle of March because they had so many injuries and they had dipped multiple games behind the Houston Rockets who went on to get the one seed. Uh, the Nuggets are back in front of the Warriors at 42 and 18. Now the Warriors have played a couple of extra road games to Denver, uh, who has played two fewer road games. But you look at it, and the Nuggets by percentage points have the lead, and they have a one-game lead in the loss column. Season series even between those two teams, and they play at Oracle twice. They've played the two games in Denver. They play at Oracle next Friday night, actually March the 8th. And then Tuesday, uh, April the second. So early April, it'll be a you know that'd be an important game. A couple of important games, and yeah. the, the game next Friday, it looked like the Warriors had gained a little bit of separation after the Nuggets actually had uh, the lead there in early February, just long enough for their coaching staff to go coach the All Stars in Charlotte. The Warriors quickly took that control back, but really since the the All Star break and and you add in that Portland game the final night before the break, it. Something's been off with this Warriors team after a lengthy hot spell. Yeah, and I, I think you could come down two sides on this. And, and by the way, JD, it's not going to get any easier. You got the Sixers coming up, the Celtics, the Rockets, the Thunder. So they've got some tough games. The next six, five of them are against playoff teams and legit playoff contenders, I would say. And, you know, the Rockets and the Thunder in the West, and of course the Sixers and the Celtics over in the East. Uh, you could kind of make a case, JD, of both sides to this argument. The one side of it, I, I'm still very cognizant of the fact that it's February 28th and there's still the getting DeMarcus Cousins up to speed and uh, getting some guys some rest right now. Obviously, if, if Kevin Durant plays in this game tonight, you imagine the Warriors do enough uh, of the little things down the stretch to win the game. Uh, and, and I could definitely see that side of it where, hey, there's still plenty of time and I'm not betting against the Warriors uh, to lose four times in a best of seven series against anybody. But Boy, I, I just I'm starting to see the other side of it where something's not quite right with this team. And whether it's the, the fact they don't have that killer instinct right now, they're not closing teams out. Uh, there's stretches of the game where they just look a little lethargic. And I mean, let's face it, even without KD and Andre Godala, you still got multiple all stars out there. And you look at the assist totals tonight. I mean, a season low 16 assists. That's not them playing Warriors basketball, and I think we've just seen more and more uh, the trend the last couple of weeks of them uh, having a real dip in form. Is it something they can get back? Of course they can, but this is the first time where this season, J.D., that I think doubts kind of crept into my mind to say, hey, are they just going to run away with the crown this year? Now I'm not so sure. Well, Steve Kerr made the point a couple of weeks back that DeMarcus Cousins and his return in the middle of January eliminated the dog days for this Warriors team. I don't think he eliminated the dog days. I think he postponed mm-hmm. the dog days and pushed the dog days to, to where I often think is the real dog days of an NBA season. Now, I know Steve Kerr disagrees, and we've actually had the conversation, the little back and forth about it. Uh, he believes it is that middle of January where you just get past the holidays and it's kind of a slog and you've still got a couple of weeks to go where you have to push through to get to that All-Star break. It's basically that final three, four weeks before the All-Star break. Well, DeMarcus Cousins came back right at that moment and helped 
carry the Warriors in terms of momentum and energy and just having something to focus on. Sure. Well, I think now that DeMarcus Cousins is getting his way into the fold, and it certainly hasn't been perfect, especially uh, on the defensive side of things, uh, but while it hasn't been a perfect fit, I think the Warriors are almost at a point now where they come back from the All-Star break and they kind of know how it's going to look. They know they have to, at some point, ramp it up for the playoffs, but that's still a month away sure. from really needing to be done as we sit here hours away from the 1st of March. So now you're kind of in this no-man's land of the All-Star break is over, the newness of DeMarcus Cousins coming back is is over, and you still have this entire month that you have to play before you really want to get the momentum going full bore for the playoffs. And I think when you add all that up and then you factor in, going to give this guy a night off, going to give that guy a night off here and there, uh, I, I think it it all adds up to these are the new dog days and the Warriors suddenly find themselves right in the midst of them. Absolutely. And you still, I, I think most people are probably of the mind that this is something that the Warriors can absolutely play themselves out of and uh, they're not handing out Larry O'Brien trophies right now and, and the Warriors of all teams know that. And part of me, J.D., wants to to defer to their expertise in the sense that who better – what better collection of players in the NBA knows when they need to start playing their style of basketball and when they need to be locked in mentally and when they need to be totally focused? Who knows better than these guys? You know, kind of when to flip that proverbial switch. But they're a year older now, and I, I just feel like the arguments being made as to why the Warriors, uh, something's not right with them, I think you know the, the case becomes a little more compelling uh, game in and game out than, than really it's been. Because, I mean, if you think about it, you can look at last year and say, okay, well, Steph got hurt down the stretch and they limp into the playoffs. Uh, you could make a case. So that clearly they weren't playing their best basketball at the end of the year last year. I mean, hell, the Rockets won the West. And, and I think we can both agree the Warriors, pound for pound, are a more talented team. So you, you figure, the, you culminate the second half of last year, the fact that there is a case to be made that says if Chris Paul doesn't pull his hamstring, the Warriors might go out in the Western Conference Finals last year. Now, it didn't happen, granted. But if you're making that case, you could use that as another uh, piece of evidence. And then the the way that they've been playing lately. And, you know, you could go back to, to what happened with Draymond and, and KD, and, and maybe there's a bit of a disharmony in that locker room. The regression of Jordan Bell, the fact that all these guys are a year older. You got Klay Thompson, who's going to be a free agent. Draymond Green maybe not be happy. The bench isn't as strong as it's been in the past. And then you're bringing in DeMarcus Cousins. That's fine and dandy, but how much can you really expect from a guy who's coming off of a torn ACL and is only going to be here for half of a season who's, you know, a mid-level exception guy? So uh, there's just a lot of different – it's almost like death by paper cut, J.D. There's just a lot of different factors at play, and it's essentially adding up to the Warriors. Uh, I, I think you can start to ask some real questions about how good this team really is right now, and uh, the, the answer is not as good as they've been in the past. I, I don't think anybody could argue that. You're listening to 95.7 The Game. KGMZ FM and HD1 KGMZ San Francisco, a radio.com sports station. It is Warriors Wrap Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search. John Dickinson, Ryan Covey with you following the Warriors' loss in Orlando. So the Dubs get beat at the buzzer last night by Dwayne Wade in Miami. They go to Orlando tonight and they would trail uh, by as many as 11 and then uh, down eight. At the half, they would outscore the Magic 30-11 to in the third quarter, take a 13-point lead themselves, but outscored in the final frame 33-15, including 14-2 in the final 303. DeMarcus Cousins 
checked back into the game for Jordan Bell at that point, uh, and it all collapsed on the Warriors. Yeah. Again, 14-2 to two from that moment on. A big question, who starts? Obviously, we know it's going to be Cousins, so you throw that aside, but who finishes? And without Iguodala, there was a choice between Jordan Bell and DeMarcus Cousins, and Steve Kerr went to Marcus Cousins. And, and I'm not saying it's his fault necessarily, but it's something that you can't ignore uh, the fact that the game changed there in those final couple of minutes with that lineup on the court. For sure. And you look at the fourth quarter stat line for DeMarcus Cousins, uh, eight minutes and 20 seconds on the floor, 0 of 4, and he was a minus 17 in the fourth quarter. That's after a pretty nice showing in the third quarter. And, and, and I think that's where we're, we're having the, the issues with Boogie. We're seeing it in flashes, but with the torn Achilles, as uh, they're reminding me on the uh, on the text line, maybe I think I said ruptured Achilles. Somebody called me a dummy, but that's all right. I'll get over it. I'm, I'm pretty thick-skinned, as you can tell. Uh, but in the third quarter, Cousins, 4-4 four four from the floor, was a, a plus 11. Warriors uh, hold the, the opposition to a season-low 11 points. But I, I just think tonight, J.D., they ran out of gas and – just like last night's game where you got, okay, they lost on the Dwayne Wade, uh, you know, miracle bank shot three-pointer. But the problem is they're leaving themselves in position to to lose games that are kind of hanging in the balance. They're leaving themselves vulnerable, whereas the Warriors of yesteryear. And the margin for error yeah, is there's just. That's it. They, yeah, there's before more they're, just, they're putting them away. Uh, oh, I said ACL. Thank you. I'm still not a dummy. Uh, but the, the, the margin for error with this team is as, le- uh, as less as it's been in a couple of years under Steve Kerr. And I think that's kind of the more, you know, you want to go macro view, big picture. I think that's the more troubling aspect. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Let's uh, get to the phones, and when we do that, when we hear from the fans, it's brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. We start with Michelle in Concord on 95.7 The Game. Michelle, you're on Warriors Wrap-Up. Thank you. Um, I've just got a couple of things to say. The the bench isn't helping much, and, uh, you know, Steph and uh, – and Clay and uh, Draymond are three years older, and we've seen that uh, what this team will look like uh, without Kevin Durant. Um, I'm sorry to say. Yeah. But thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Michelle. Appreciate it. Uh, this game is the kind of game that that I take a picture of, and, and I send to the folks out there that believe that this team, if Kevin Durant leaves could just run it back and continue to win championships like they did in 2015 or push like they did in 2016. If the Warriors are going to take the Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green core yeah. next year with other players, and granted, the bench would have to be significantly better, and if Durant's going to be gone, you'd have to figure out a way to, to, to shuffle the roster somewhat. But if you're going to run those three back as your, your core three in 2020 – which is what it would be when they would be going for that championship. We're talking about five years later. Mm-hmm. It, it's and, and to me, the problem wouldn't necessarily be figuring it out in the playoffs and making a run. The problem would be the regular season. Think about how much of a slog it is at times for this Warriors team with four and five All-Stars to, to fight their way through uh, and, and focus and, and win games like tonight. You take one away, and all of a sudden – you're losing a game like tonight. Well, guess what? Other te- the Rockets lose games like tonight. 
The Thunder lose games like tonight. The, right. the, the difference between the good and the elite, you know, the Denver Nuggets lost to the Atlanta Hawks. The Denver Nuggets lost in Phoenix to yeah. the Suns. And, and the Magic are playing better basketball of late, but the Magic are not a good team. They're a mediocre Eastern Conference team that happens to be playing well right now. This is a game that the Warriors, when they're having control in the fourth quarter, should win even without Kevin Durant, and they were unable to do it. Right. Now, think about that over the long haul of having to play – you know, with a, you know, those three and a, and another, you know, different group of bench players, night in, night out, this team, this team would win, maybe in the high forties to fifty games sure. in a regular season. They would just be in a mix with a bunch of other teams at that point. Yeah, and I, I and you're spot on with it, JD. And, and nights like this are kind of a, a sharp reminder of what life may look like in 2020. And of course, you're right, the, the bench would get a bit of a Bob Myers makeover uh, to the best of his abilities uh, with what he's able to spend. But you, you think about the teams in the West. Uh, the, the West is stacked. We know the East is a lot better this year. There's just The, the NBA has just got a ton of star power right now, and, and the league is, I think, as strong as it's been in a long time. And it, the, this Warriors dominance uh, of a couple of years ago, that, that margin, uh, that separation has shrunk, no doubt about it. And – all things come to an end. We know that. Draymond, I, I, I'm reluctant to to think that Draymond is going to be as effective even a year or two from now as he even is right now. I mean, I just see Draymond breaking down a lot faster than Steph or Clay because he plays that real physical brand of basketball. And then I, this, we can never lose this, J.D. We can never lose sight of this. And I know that it's it's something that the broadcasters go back to and we go back to a lot, but I think it's because it's so relevant. The Golden State Warriors have a massive target on their back. I mean, bigger than anyone. And here in this, you know, Dub Nation cocoon that we live in in the Bay Area, it's, you know, we want to celebrate this team and all they've accomplished. And, you know, we like to remind each other to enjoy this ride. And, you know, everybody likes to talk about how bad they were before and what a special ride it is. Outside of the Bay Area, cats are not trying to hear that at all. They're just done with the Warriors. They're sick of the Warriors being on top. And we see guys going off on the Warriors. That, I mean, Terrence Ross tonight, he, you know, he was huge in this game down the stretch. Steve Kerr even talked about it. And just they, they routinely get everybody's best punch. For other teams playing the Golden State Warriors, even if it is a game in February, uh, th- that's a playoff game for them. The Orlando Magic and their fan base, they've been looking, they've had this game circled for like weeks, at least probably a couple of weeks. But the other side was the Golden State Warriors. This is just their third game in four nights. Their fifth in eight days, you know, in the middle of a long road trip back east. So it's just they're coming at it from a totally different viewpoint. And I, I think that that definitely matters in all this, that teams big time get up to play the Golden State Warriors. And it's just a question of do they match the intensity night in and night out? Well, one other thing that's interesting, too, is you go back to the, the game the night before the All-Star break up in Portland, which, which I was up there covering, mm-hmm. and it was the fifth game in eight. In eight days, and the Warriors just absolutely melt down in the fourth quarter. They wind up losing the game. Right, a you know, similar type situation as far as the schedule goes. You you look at tonight with the Warriors much more in control of the game than they were that night in Portland. It was kind of a seesaw back and forth game that night. Tonight they're in control of the game, and the fourth quarter they've just got nothing left in the tank. So I I think that's also something that you have to factor into it. Uh, Orlando had been playing better. You factor that into it. No Durant, obviously. You have to factor that into it. Iguodala. I mean, anytime you take one guy away, especially if he's an all-star, but even if he's just a rotation player, I mean, that that's always something that I find peculiar is not taking an all-star out, but if you take one guy away from the Warriors mix, yeah. it tends to – it. they just – they play – 
much worse when you take one guy away than you think they would for all the rest of the talent that they still have on the roster. It, it, it does. It, it, it blows it looks, my mind sometimes. It yeah. looks far worse than you think it should. I, that is was, my point. That you're, you're even spot if on. it's just Iguodala's not playing tonight. So, did, Livingston's not playing tonight. So uh, Quinn Cook and 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 maybe McKinney have to play more. And all of a sudden, those stretches where Livingston would be in the game, the Warriors are getting destroyed to a point where it's flipping a game. Yeah, and that was nowhere more evident to me, JD, than in the Western Conference Finals last year when Andre Iguodala was hurt. Because I'm sitting there thinking, well, wait. You still have four all-stars in your starting lineup. Figure like, it out, right? right? How, is Andre Iguodala at whatever, 33 years old, however old he was in the Western Conference Finals last year, 34? It's like, are, is he still, is he that important to this team? And it's like, I guess uh, in guess that matchup, yes. yeah, he was, absolutely. Uh, a couple of things, though, and, and let's just kind of dial it back just for a hot second. As a group, the Golden State Warriors were 9 of 40 from three-point range tonight, okay? The, the Golden State Warriors are one of the top three-point shooting teams in the NBA. They didn't have it tonight, okay? And, and Kevin Durant or no Kevin Durant, 9 of 40 is 9 of 40, and typically that's not going to be what their, their mark is. And Steph Curry, second night in a row, he struggled. He struggled a bit in Charlotte as well. Steph's just a little cold, and, you know, he had to be the volume shooter tonight. 33 field goal attempts, a, a season high for him. I mean, him and Clay combined for 56 field goal attempts tonight. That's a lot to ask of jump shooters who neither one of them had their best game. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Yeah, Warriors lose this one to the Magic. 103-96 uh, in Orlando. So the Warriors now 43-19 and on the season. They slip a game in the loss column behind the Nuggets, who are up to 42-18. and Denver's played 29 road games at a 15-14 and clip. The Warriors have played... 31 road games at a 20 and 11 clip, even with the loss tonight. So the Warriors have one more win, but they also have one more loss. So Denver, with their 700 winning percentage, is back in the one spot. Uh, season series tied, as I mentioned earlier, with two games still to play at Oracle. So the Warriors are actually in pretty good shape still, as far as the head-to-head -head goes, with the two games to, to be played at Oracle. And the Warriors obviously thumping the Nuggets the last time they played head-to-head -head when first place was on the line. We, we might be in a, in a spot where... You know, first place in the West is on the line again uh, a week from tomorrow night. But uh, th this next week is is interesting for the Dubs now because it's at Philadelphia. Right. Boston, a team who beat them once. A Boston who damn near beat them in Boston. And then the Nuggets, who we just mentioned, are now leading the West. Yeah, and the Nuggets are home tonight against the Jazz. That's a critical game uh, for the Nuggets in order to hold on to that spot. So, of course, we'll be monitoring that uh, on into the night on 95-7, the game. And, hey, th this is for the average basketball fan. This is fun, you know, th this run into the postseason. And I think now – more than even just a couple of weeks ago, J.D., I think this isn't going to be quite the foregone conclusion that I got to admit that even I thought it was going to be. I mean, if you would have asked me even a couple of weeks ago, I would have said, hey, look, the Golden State Warriors, they've hit their stride. They're feeling it. You add Cousins to a group that's already playing pretty well. The uh, the, the Draymond KD kerfluffle was in the past like a ponytail, like Clay said it was going to be, and the Warriors are now getting locked in. I felt like that Houston loss where they blew that 10-point lead with about two minutes left right around the new year, I felt like that was kind of the moment where they said, okay, we need to start closing some of these games out. And and then they went on that nice run, winning a ton of games on the road. But uh, And they had, what, the one loss to Philly in there. But since then, you go back before the All-Star break, that Portland game, and then coming out of the break, it's just been a little sluggish. And you, you called them the dog days. It's spot on. Uh, and, and this little stretch here, this next six games, is going to be tough. But I even think, J.D., if they get through this next six games, 
even at three and three. I know the overall body of work won't look good, but then they'll have some games where they can get right. I mean, they got Dallas, Memphis, Minnesota, Charlotte. Uh, they got to play the Lakers again, Cleveland. So they close out at New Orleans and at Memphis. So if they can get through this next six games and be even a, within a game or two games of the top spot in the West, I would still put my money on them to win the West. But I got to admit, man, this is like the first time in a couple of weeks, you know, that I really that I've thought all year that the Warriors might not be uh, just such a foregone conclusion they're going to win the title. All right, we still have time for your phone calls at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. We're also going to have your play of the game. We'll hear from Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson. It's Warriors wrap up here on 957 the game. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Ryan Covey with you until 8 o'clock here on 95.7 The Game. Then, Covey, you're sticking around until 11 tonight, right, with the Butcher Boy? Yeah, we're going to open up the Butcher Shop. Doors are going to swing open, baby. And, uh, yeah, you guys will be here uh, all into the evening. of Warriors lose in Orlando, 103-96, a 33-15 fourth quarter. Warriors get outscored and 14 to two in the final three minutes. Stephen Curry, uh, you you mentioned it in the last segment, a volume scorer tonight, yeah. volume shooter, 12 of <laughs> 33. So he got plenty of attempts tonight, including 17 three pointers. So over half of Stephen Curry's 33 attempts, three pointers, and he just couldn't buy one. Really, he still finished with 33. Uh, but yeah, you you take out the three pointers, and he was what seven for seven for 16 from two-point range, so that's a little bit more respectable, but still not what we're used to seeing uh, from Stephen Curry. Clay Thompson, 9 for 23. DeMarcus Cousins, uh, he's really struggled from three-point range after a, a hot start his, his first couple of games. What he was 3 for 4, I think, his first game, and I think he's 9 for a ton since. <laughs> 9 for about a million since. Yeah, yeah 9 for 40-something uh, in the low 40s since then. So uh, he's struggled uh, from deep, but he's looked more comfortable. And, and again, another 20 and 10 for Cousins, 21 and 11. But that dynamic of having him out there late in the fourth quarter is something to continue to keep an eye on because one of the big questions with him is who's going to finish the game? Will it be him, Draymond Green? It was Jordan Bell uh, in the game against the Rockets that the Warriors lost. Well, Cousins was out there tonight. Uh, and the Warriors got outscored big time. Yeah, he was a, a liability at the end of the game tonight, no doubt. Uh, you'd like to think in a playoff game, if Cousins isn't up to the task, it would be the Hamptons 5 closing out a playoff game, and I think they've got a pretty good track record as a group doing that. Uh, I, I'm looking at Sean Livingston, and, and you guys, uh, we were talking a little bit before or during the break, J.D., 15 minutes for Livingston tonight. And not only did he not score, but he didn't even get a shot up. So he had a couple of turnovers, and literally that was it. Nary a rebound, nary an assist. Uh, he was basically just an invisible man out there. Uh, Quinn Cook struggling mightily. Uh, Jordan Bell has given them flashes, and I think he's still finding his way because we still kind of see him uh, making some less than ideal plays uh, at, at times, and I don't think he still has Steve Kerr's full trust. But uh, if ever a game needed a, a contribution from the bench to get the Warriors over the hump and the fact that they had four bench points through three quarters, uh, I think that speaks volumes because it's just asking too much of Clay and Steph on a night where they're just not shooting the ball very well. I mean, the two guys combined to go 8 of 29 from three-point range. Now, granted, that's not going to happen very often, and 
if those guys each just hit a couple of more of those threes, this game probably has a very different outcome. But uh, because they didn't and because there was no Kevin Durant or Iguodala tonight and because the bench did very little. And let's face it, give some credit to the Orlando Magic now, as well. I, you know what? I'm See, that's where I, I, I'm actually – I. I no. No credit to the Orlando I mean, Magic. Very, very limited credit. I mean, they've won Magic. eight of their last 11 yeah, games. I, and, yeah. and this game, I will say this, this game was played at their pace. Now, uh, granted, absolutely, the Warriors, it shouldn't matter who the opposition I, is when they're going right. I, I totally understand that. And uh, it, clearly, the, the Warriors had plenty of open looks in this game. But, hey, th- th- you got to give some long, credit to the opposition. They've played better defense of late. I mean, I do give them some credit, but it's but look, you're up 11 in the fourth quarter against sure. Orlando. You're you right. need to win the damn game. You're right. I don't care how pretty it is. I don't care how ugly it is. I mean, it's, you know, you just at some point you got to do it on top of, you know, having control of a game in the final, let's say, minute last night at Miami and letting that one slip through your fingertips sure. uh, on a couple of threes, too. I mean, Miami and Orlando are, are pretty – they're mediocre Eastern Conference teams. Yeah, they're basically the same team. Like they they want to grind you out, they want to spread it out 100%. And if you win like them- to me like I'll give you let you know, Philadelphia beat you Saturday night. You know, I give credit to the Sixers. Sure. I'm, I'm good with that. Give credit to the Celtics. Orlando, you if know. If you if yeah. you win the Miami game last night, I think this game's a little bit easier to stomach cuz then you can kind of say fifth game in 8 days. And look, I'm not looking to make excuses for the Golden State Warriors. Not they don't you. need me to take up for them. They they didn't deserve to win this game tonight because they didn't play Play well enough, and no, ultimately sure. that falls on them. And uh, you know, Sean Livingston no showing tonight. That's a problem. Uh, the bench not scoring at all. That's a problem. The season low sixteen assists. That's a problem. But I'm just inclined to to go with their their overall body of work in the sense that they're not going to go nine of forty from three point range very often. It just so happened it was tonight. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. John Dickinson, Ryan Covey with you here. Warriors wrap up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors lose consecutive games for the first time in 2019. You have to go back to December 25th, Christmas night at Oracle, and then two nights later, Damian Lillard with the shot uh, in the final seconds to beat the Warriors uh, in Oakland. Uh, That's the last time the Warriors have dropped consecutive games uh, overall, and the Warriors went on a a long hot streak, which began in Portland on December the 29th and and really ran through the next time they came through Portland on February the 13th. Uh, But the Warriors have lost four of six uh, since that ball game when they kind of melted down uh, in Portland. Yeah, and why is Kevon Looney only getting eight minutes in this game Not playing well. Yeah, but... I mean, you only get eight minutes. It's uh, it's kind of hard to get in any kind of a groove. You're right, and I, I think that Cousins uh, coming into the lineup. And Jordan Bell's played better. Has too. taken. I, I understand that, but I'm saying since Demarcus Cousins has come into the fold, uh, Kevon Looney's minutes have have been lessened for sure, and I, I just think that that's had an effect on him and, and his confidence. And I, I thought the Alfonso McKinney start tonight. I would have rather uh, to seen Draymond go in there, and maybe you start Kevon Looney. Uh, in there as well, um, but overall yeah. it, tonight this is just a, a flat effort, and, and quite frankly, they deserve to lose the game. Yeah, McKinney, that McKinney didn't surprise me as far as the start. It just it's because you're not going to start Livingston because he's a vet. If you start Quinn Cook, then you're playing three guards with Clay at the three, yeah. and you're just you, you don't want to take Curry or Thompson out of their normal slots. You don't want to take Cousins or Draymond out of their normal slots. You don't want Draymond playing the three. They, I mean, basically Looney is a five, yeah, or and or a four, and the same thing with Jordan Bell. I mean, Jordan Bell played some some four minutes and then slid over to the five. So I, I think you are right about Demarcus Cousins. 
you know, being a, a factor in this. I mean, he plays just uh, a tick under 32 minutes, 31-44, and, and basically what you're seeing is DeMarcus gets the first run, and then somebody's going to get that second run. Sure, whether it's Bell quarter, or Looney, yeah. Whether it's Bell or Looney, and Bell's played himself the last couple of games into getting that opportunity. Then you're going to go back to Cousins at the top of the second quarter and the top of the fourth quarter. So there's only so many minutes to go around. So there's only a couple of minutes left, and, and I think tonight was a night, as, as we saw, where you wanted DeMarcus Cousins to be available to to finish halves as well. Sure. So you, you maybe gave him a little shorter run top of the second, top of the fourth quarters. You're going to get somebody in there, and then that's where Looney winds up with about eight minutes uh, overall. And, and again, uh, you know, the Warriors, the thing with the bench, and, and just I mean, feel free to disagree with, I just look at their bench, it's, there's just nobody that you can count on to score. Maybe we'll get into that uh, coming back here in just a moment. We also have time for more of your phone calls. It's just I'm looking at Drebko, Bell, Livingston, Damian Lee, Quinn Cook, Kavon Looney, McKinney on a normal night's a bench player, even Iguodala when you want to throw him in there. It's just there, there's just no there's nobody that that you say, well that guy's going to get you eight. You know he might they got three or four guys that might get you eight or twelve or, or whatever. Sure, but they also might. They might get you zero for zero like that Sean Livingston line. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's you a know, bad that, stat line. That you JD. so eloquently pointed out with <laughs> with two turnovers. I mean that that that's not that's not good. But we'll we'll get into that coming up. We're also going to hear from Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. It's Warriors wrap up with JD and Covey on ninety five seven. The game. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Ryan Covey with you from our San Francisco studios here. Warriors lose consecutive games for the first time in 2019. 103-96 the final tonight as the Orlando Magic outscore the Warriors 33-15 in the fourth quarter after the Dubs had outscored the Magic 30-11 in the third quarter to build what was a 13-point lead before it all comes crumbling down in the final three minutes, a 14-2 run to close out the game in favor of the Magic. Let's, let's get to the phones uh, and go to Mark. Mark joins us here on the road on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Mark, you're on Warriors Wrap-Up. Yeah, hi. Just made it to uh, surprisingly busy 19th Avenue traffic after driving for six hours, so see if my voice holds up. Welcome home. Um, thank you. Still another hour and a half to go. Uh, and uh, last summer, thinking about the Warriors, there were a couple of moves that I had wished they had made back then that I thought would make a difference in the bench. You know, other than, of course, getting Boogie, that was great. But um, I felt like they really needed some backup, reliable shooting that they did not get. You know, guys like, Okay, they've been around for a while, but um, like Jamal Crawford or even Marco Bellinelli, both of whom could have come cheap, and I thought they would make a big difference because they just ain't got nobody coming off the bench that's that's shooting uh, most of the time. Plus, um, you know, they were going with the three young bigs, um, two of whom are not very big through those three, and the other ended up injured. I would have liked to see them either keep JaVale, who also is not expensive, or, um, uh, you know, get some other experienced uh, good big. And um, I've been away from radio and TV for a week, so I don't know if there's been any any action no. going after that last roster 
Nothing new, Mark, and we'll kind of reset that for you. Thanks, Mark. We appreciate the call. Uh, Tomorrow is the deadline as far as when players have to be waived by their teams. As long as a player is is waived by tomorrow and available, he can be signed at at any point before the end of the regular season and, and added to the playoff roster. So no new news there for the Warriors. I've been adamant most of the year that they need a wing. I don't love Jamal Crawford or Bellinelli. Bellinelli might make a little bit more sense. I mean, Jamal Crawford's just – Jamal Crawford doesn't do anything else other than score. And I think – so if you, you put him out there in a scenario where, you know, you're shorthanded, then he's going to be the guy that gets attacked. So right, J- he's going to be Jamal, a Jamal Crawford is Nick Young. Right. Like, and Nick Young doesn't help you. That didn't work. And so, like, he's just a different kind of a human being. Than, than, sure. You know what I mean? Just a different personality. So, uh, to me, what the Warriors need is they need some athletes that can shoot, to be to be perfectly honest. And I know those players aren't, you know, just everywhere. Especially on the buyout market yeah, in, in and, March. And, you know, Wes Matthews is the kind of guy that uh, he ended up going to Indiana. He wanted to play more. But that, mm-hmm. that's that's sort of the prototypical. And there's only one Wes Matthews that was available, and he went to Indiana. But that that's the kind of guy that, you know, still has a little something left and, and can do more than just – Shoot. I, when, I think they need a little bit. They need a guy that you can plug in and play some minutes. Yeah, when when they were going right, uh, it was the All-Stars were playing well. KD, Steph, and Clay were getting theirs, and they're combining for their you know total of like 80 points a night, and then you're making up the difference elsewhere when you get you know the Iguodalas and Livingstons maybe chip in, uh, you know, a combined 10 to 15. And then early in the year, Jonas Jerebko, it wasn't uncommon for him to come out and, and play 20 minutes a night and give you double figures. No, no knock on Jerebko for like having a baby and and taking some time for that. But since he's been back from maternity leave, he just hasn't been the same player. And I mean, it, it's it, Kerr hasn't been relying on him as much. His minutes are down and uh, his scoring's down. I mean, you look at what Jerebko did in in the first part of the year. You know, he had the big tip in to kind of get his Warriors career off the ground. And uh, I mean, he shot fifty one percent from the floor in November, uh, down to forty two percent in in uh, excuse me, that was in October, forty two percent in November. But then in December, he was good again, just to shake under 50 percent uh he had that 23 against dallas and he had a stretch where he hit for double figures in about five straight games but since the first of the year drebko hasn't hit for double figures at all he's been basically on a milk carton then quinn cook who granted quinn cook is is a defensive liability couldn't agree more but if nothing else uh when curry was hurt quinn cook showed that he could keep the offense rolling he could be a scoring point guard Obviously not to the level of Steph Curry. I mean, he's Quinn Cook, but uh, his his game, his offensive game has gone into the tank. So those two guys were were two of the guys that actually could give you some of that uh, outside of what you would consider like the the core of this team, which is, you know, the Hamptons five, and then maybe you throw Cousins and, and Sean Livingston in there, those big seven, uh, and then maybe even Kavon Looney. But those others, uh, you know, the Jarebkos, the McKinneys, the, the Quinn Cooks, those guys just, they've been nowhere to be found, and uh, that's and, been a problem. And, and I don't... I don't think you can expect them to be found. Like, but they that's were. The but thing. see, like, no, no. But, but see, look. Early in the year, they were getting that money. I just, I just laid it out. I mean, Jonas Jarebko was was yeah, hitting for double ex- figures. But you can't expect it though. But that's you my were point. getting it early in the year, so that's why it wasn't early in the year like, when you looked McKinney, at this bench. McKinney, you can't expect McKinney's. Gonna, I'm, I'm not talking McKinney. You know, I'm talking Quinn Cook and Jonas Jarebko yeah, particularly. Those Cook. two guys were scoring earlier in the year, and now they're not. That that's just the, the numbers tell it all. And earlier in the year, when you were getting those contributions from those guys, you could. It was kind of the, the cherry on top. Now that's totally disappeared. Yeah, they, were, they, were, they were getting. 
by. Right. It was. And, well, they, they were getting by. They, they were winning a lot of basketball games, and and now with those guys not contributing the way they were, especially on a night where you don't have Kevin Durant and Steph and Clay combined to go uh, whatever it was seven or twenty nine, whatever it was from three point range tonight, then all of a sudden you're in a position where you lose a game in Orlando that normally you're going to win. You need a guy that you're not afraid to throw out there for twenty four minutes. That's that's my point. Yeah. You need a guy that you're not afraid to throw out there. Like, First half of the season, that was Jonas Jarebko. Now it's not, and and that's been a problem. And that's why they yeah, brought and, him and here. And he's a big. And again, he's a big. Like they they don't you know he for the mo- he's basically a four. Like he it, yeah, but he it, can shoot. I mean, they, yeah. he, he can no, play out on the wing. He he can he can shoot as I mean he's a stretch four. That's it. And yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's and the, the, but to to me they need a like a two three. Right. Yeah, that's they, fair. They, totally. they need a, they need a two three. They need a guy that you don't. Like McKinney tonight plays 24 minutes, and you're thinking, well, kind of has to because yeah, Durant's not sure. playing and Nick yeah. Wallace's not playing. So what yeah. are we gonna do? He's guys, you just gotta throw him out there. But like Steve Kerr doesn't feel comfortable playing Quinn Cook more than 10 minutes. Steve Kerr doesn't feel comfortable playing Damian Lee more than eight minutes. He doesn't feel comfortable most nights playing Alfonso McKinney more than eight to twelve minutes. Sure. Like there isn't one guy other than Iguodala and Livingston where he where he'll say, and even those guys he doesn't want to because they're older. So it's like you need that one guy that does some of what those two guys do but can also shoot it and is a little bit younger and and kind of an athlete. So it's like you're not afraid to throw him out there that he's just going to get absolutely abused on the defensive end like a guy like Jamal Crawford or even a guy like Marco Bellinelli. Like those guys could work if they were playing with four all-stars. Right. And and to, all the time. To substantiate all the time. To but, su- yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good. No, no, no. You're good. To substantiate your point, you see in a game like tonight, Curry and Clay, because they know that they're not getting those contributions from those bench players and those others, they feel like they've got to take more shots than probably they would like to. And I mean, you see it in the field goal attempts, Curry a season high, 33, Clay with his 23. And it's clear that the ball movement wasn't there. I mean, they had 16 assists as a team tonight. So it was a lot of Curry and Clay saying, well, damn, uh, we don't have KD tonight. Uh, Sean Livingston played 15 minutes tonight and didn't even put up a field goal attempt. Quinn Cook, is his shot's gone. Uh, you know, Jarebko hasn't been doing anything for us for the last two months. So guess what? Uh, if we're not going to go out and hit, you know, 10 threes tonight, at least one of us, we're not going to win this game. And, and they combined to hit eight threes, and they lost. David in South City's up next here on the phone lines uh, on Warriors Wrap-Up. Hey, David, you're on 95.7 The Game. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I just... My observation is basically that uh, we're expecting too much from uh, Cousins. I think uh, we expect him to be playing defensively towards the end of the game. And let's just look at the scores uh, for the first and the fourth quarters of the games that we lost. Basically, we're being outscored a lot on those quarters. There are spurts where uh, Cousins would play really good on the third quarter, like this game, this recent game. But towards the end of the game, I think he lost his team. Basically, he's already tired and he can play and run. So I think the, the other guys, Jerebko, uh, Quinn Cook, and uh, especially Looney, is losing, is regressing. Uh, those guys played well before Cousins came in, and I think they're not getting the, the, the minutes that's needed for them to uh, elevate their game. Thanks, so, David. Appreciate the call. I just, yeah, I mean, Quinn Cook isn't impacted by Demarcus Cousins coming back. We can throw that one out there. For I sure. think Jarebko is <laughs> part Cousins because he went from a guy that was playing a lot. It's it's part what you alluded to as well, which was the fact that you know his wife had a baby and he was away from the team a little bit. Uh, but I think Jarebko knows the drill. I mean, I think Jarebko knows he's a guy that's just going to have to fit in. He might not play for four games, and then he might be counted on to play 
15, 16 minutes in the next game. Uh, I just think, you know, the, the first quarter is another thing. That was a note I had down. I mean, the Warriors, and I'll give Anthony Slater credit because he tweeted this out, uh, minus 24 in their last nine first quarters uh, and struggling offensively uh, as well. Uh, so it's just it, – it's been clunky in the first quarter a lot. Now down the stretch, is it going to be Cousins? Is it going to be Iguodala? Well, you didn't have Iguodala tonight. He went Jordan Bell against Houston. It, it, you know, Cousins was playing well. So I, I'm not even saying it was wrong to go back to Cousins, but Jordan Bell was also playing well. Right. It's just something – yeah, you almost have to go back and watch it play by play, but it just Cousins didn't help his case tonight as far as finishing the game. He just didn't. You're right, and I, I think based on the way he played in the third, and because they were a little shorthanded tonight, I, I think Kerr looked at this as an opportunity to say, yeah. "Hey, we're up four. He earned the right to go back out there. there Let's see what you got, big That's boy. That's it. That's it. And, and unfortunately, it didn't go well. And then it didn't go well. Right. And and it and it's again, it wasn't against Philly. You know, no disrespect to Orlando. It wasn't against the Rockets. It wasn't against Oklahoma City. It was against Orlando. Yeah. And he goes out there, and they get, you know, they big run for the Magic at the end. And that, and that this is one of those test cases that I think Steve Kerr's going to keep in the back of his mind when the games are a little bigger. Because like we, we were talking about a little bit during the break. You know, you're growing a little bit more concerned with what's going on. I still am of the, well, who's really going to beat them? And, how, how difficult is their path going to be? And, you know, if the path is difficult, then maybe I could see somebody biting them at the end and, and getting them. But I'm, I just don't think that that team exists. But just kind of reconcile all of that as far as where you stand. Yeah. And do we have a do we got a little uh, Steph Curry sound that, that we can hear? I know he was at the podium. I wouldn't mind hearing what Steph has to say about this game tonight. Yeah. Let's we you want to hear from Steph. Let's Curry? hear from Steph Curry. Let's hear from the two time MVP. Uh, yes, that's easy. Yeah, <laughs> could be much worse. Team chemistry drama that was here in the press. Are we making a bigger deal of it on the outside than it's on the inside? Yeah. Team chemistry drama. I ain't hearing any of that. What happened in the fourth? Missed shots. Ball was stagnant. Um. Yeah, those two things, plain and simple. What's that? How do you try to approach that Do what we always just be yourself. Don't make it too complicated. You have plenty of talent to win ball games without guy, with the guys out. How do you compare the movement in the ball in the third quarter? I think you guys did really good in the fourth quarter. Not so bad. Not so bad. Yeah, we got a little stagnant. I mean, try to put it all on staff, which is hard because, you know, teams are going to gear up to him so much. But uh, still have an opportunity to go 500 on this road trip, so it's not the end of the world. All right, so Clay Thompson there. We got a little bit out of order. We are going to hear from Steph and Curry here coming up momentarily. But uh, before we do that, let, let's go ahead and get to uh, our play of the game, if we can do that. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Now works behind the back of the dribble. Down the lane. Thompson to the corner to McKinney. Up top to Cousins. Cousins drives in and dunked it with a right hand. Got around Vucevic. 10 points in the third for Boogie. And it's 67-63. 
All right, the Warriors on the run there to actually take the lead. Their first lead was 65-63 after trailing by as many as, what was it, 11 uh, in the first half. So, no, the play of the game tomorrow, 10-30 here on 95-7 the game. And call in when Steiny and Guru ask for it, and, and you're a winner. It, it's just as easy as that. Sounds good to me. I think we saw this again tonight, and, and the Warriors have been guilty of this periodically. You go back to uh, to the Houston game the other night. They were down, what, 15 to nothing in the first quarter. Uh, tonight, they get out to the slow start. Uh, they were down. Uh, I got it right here in my notes somewhere. They were down uh, 17 to nine, and then they were down 23 to 12. So they're in a nine-point hole uh, really before they even get their legs under them. And to be quite frank, in, in a, a night where the Orlando Magic they they come into this game, they'd won eight out of 11, albeit two of their losses were to the Knicks and the Bulls. But uh, they're trying to make up some ground in the Eastern Conference, and they still believe they can be a playoff team. And uh, for this young core, uh, you know, of Gordon and Vucevic, uh, they you know they want to make the playoffs this year to at least get that get that experience so that's important to them they're playing for something right now and uh the Warriors just kind of have this laissez-faire attitude and I'm I'm getting it coming through on the Chilton Body text line like Warriors fans by and large they're they're done with the well it's just the regular season and it doesn't matter uh you know there's just these bad losses they're they're adding up and I, I think it'd be different if they were playing. They were they were playing their style of basketball and and still losing. But they, I mean, they let the Orlando Magic hold them to sub a hundred points tonight. Like that's that's not Warrior basketball. They had sixteen assists tonight, a season low, and uh, that's frustrating to to watch when you're a Warriors fan because the bar is just set so astronomically high. Which the the Warriors players will tell you they relish that. They're totally comfortable with that. That means you're doing things right. But uh, unfortunately, when when things aren't going great, you know t- people ask questions. Yeah, the bar has been set exceptionally high, and I mentioned it earlier on the show I mean other teams you you go through I mean the Denver Nuggets are now in first place in the Western Conference and they lost at Phoenix they lost at Atlanta when Atlanta couldn't buy a win they've been playing better (laughs) of late uh, and maybe not even as well as Orlando but I mean Atlanta and Phoenix at one point were the two worst teams in the NBA and that was at the point in which Denver now ahead of the Warriors you know lost to those teams Milwaukee got beat by Phoenix at home yeah. This season, and they're the team with the best record uh, in the NBA. So when when Steve Kerr jokes that you know this is the real NBA after the Warriors take a tough loss, I think you know given as dominant as the Warriors have been, it, it, it's a harsh reality still uh, for many Warriors fans with the the three championships in four years and the seventy three win year where the, the Warriors would win every game like last night and tonight yeah. it, it, during that year in particular. And sure, really, really they, it just it wouldn't matter. They they would they would be. Down 11 and up 13 and then down five with 50 seconds left. And then Curry would hit a three and Draymond would steal the ball and Curry would hit another three. And then Orlando would throw the ball away and the Warriors would win by three. Yeah. Like that just would happen like every night that the Warriors were in that position. Uh, So I I think, you know, there's a little bit of an adjustment. Uh, You know, how much does the one seed matter? I actually don't think it matters all that much if the Denver Nuggets are the team at the top. You know, it matters. Maybe you play Oklahoma City in the second round, but if you play Oklahoma City in the second round because you're the two, then that means you don't play Houston. Right. So you're, you're going to maybe get Houston or Portland slash Oklahoma City or Utah no matter what. You're going to yeah. get one of those two if you're on one side. You're going to get one of those two if you're if you're on the other side. And then Denver could get picked off because maybe they're not 
you know, this is their first playoff Rodeo. battle tested. Yeah, yeah. And so they maybe they get picked off by somebody that sneaks in at the eight spot, or or even loses to one of those teams that's the four or five in the second round, mm-hmm. and then the Warriors are left with with whoever they would have played in the second round. They just have to play them in the conference final. Sounds like a lot of scenarios, instead. JD. And so it just did. <laughs> yeah. it, but if Den, but if it, if it was a dominant Houston Rockets team, right, like last year, then I'd be like, all right, I, I, I'm a little bit concerned. Well, let's go ahead and without further ado, actually here. Uh, from Stephen Curry uh, following the Warriors' loss in Orlando, uh, 103-96 to the Magic. It was a rough fourth quarter. We only scored, what, 15 points, I think, or something like that. Missed a lot of shots, didn't get any stops. So frustrating way to end, considering how we finished third quarter. Pretty much in control of the game. Uh, It's a tough one. We played really hard. And... You know, that went back to back with two key guys out. Obviously, uh, we had to rely on that to get get us, you know, in a position we were in, and just flamed out at the end. So it's a tough way to go out. Every shot I take, I feel like it's going in. So uh, it is frustrating we have. Decent looks to keep keep the lead going, and they don't go in. So, obviously, I was just extremely aggressive with, with KD out and Andre out as playmakers, and uh, it just didn't work down the fourth quarter. Talk to us a little bit about that. When you have KD or you have a big person on the court, what type of adjustment do you need to make? Because these teams seem to feed off each other. Almost like a Rolex, I said. Um, how do you how do you adjust to the system when they're not in court? Just everybody uh, be aggressive out there in their minutes. You know, JB was awesome tonight. Uh, Clay was aggressive. We had a lot of good looks all game. We obviously everybody says it's a make or miss league, so uh, you just try to understand that's. 28 efficient points, you know, not there. So it's, it's tough. And uh, earlier in the year when I was out, same kind of vibe. So we have to uh, just play like we did tonight, just finish finish the last six, seven minutes stronger. Yeah, it is a make-or-miss league, uh, J.D., and tonight in the fourth quarter, it was a miss league for the Golden State Warriors. Seven of 22 from the floor and one of eight from three-point range, and ultimately that was the difference. And, you know, the Chilton Autobody text line, as I mentioned, it's been a little bit of both sides of this tonight. One side from the 650, stop with this talk. We've been watching the Warriors since how, uh, for years. They're, they'll go through this, and then they'll clean house in the playoffs and probably uh, sweep their way to the finals. So Wouldn't one surprise side, me. Would sure. it surprise you? Not at all. I mean, if the, would it surprise me if the Warriors rolled into the playoffs and, and went, you know, 16-2 and two in route to a three-peat? No, I wouldn't say that I'd be overly surprised. Probably more surprised than I would have been if you asked me that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but then the other side is, uh, you know, 8-0-2 here. It's funny how most people act like drama surrounding this team is nothing. Well, it seems like kind of a big deal. They clearly aren't playing as a team right now, and I – I do think there's something to that. So I think whatever side that you come down on this tonight's probably not going to sway you one way or another because, you know, how often are they going to combine to go 9 of 40 from three-point range? So, uh, you know, I, I think you could still if – you're, if you're on the, hey, the Warriors are going to be cool and, and this is just kind of a symptom of the dog days of the NBA season, I, I don't think there's any other huge takeaway. But if you're of the side of, hey, something's just not quite right, this also adds to your case there. Yeah, so I think something's going on. I think there's, I think 
there's more to it, and they're trying to get to the playoffs where they can all rally together and, and sure. have that common goal again, but they're also realizing that they're far enough away to where it's like, oh, boy, still another six weeks. Yeah, when does the run start for point, you? With about, what, 10 games left or so? Uh, yeah, I would say probably, and there's a bunch of games all you know lined up in a row yeah. that last week to 10 days of the season. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Covey, though, you're sticking around with uh, Butcher Boy. The Butcher Shop's going to open up here in uh, just about five minutes, uh, and then uh, I'll be back with – Warriors live and Warriors wrap up uh, surrounding the game on Saturday night. Uh, the status of Joel Embiid, he was reevaluated today, still up in the air. So we'll see if he can play uh, in that ball game on Saturday. Good want to thank uh, Alex and, and for Ryan Covey and want to thank Nash as well. I'm John Dickinson. Uh, Covey and Shasky coming up next here on 95.7 The Game.